Let the people of God say amen, amen, and amen. Well, this is the day that the Lord has made. And I don't know about you, but I came to rejoice and be glad in it. So good to be upon brothers and sisters in the house of the Lord. And I don't know about you, but I'm excited about what God is doing, even in this unknown season. God bless you, Psalmist. We needed that. And we bring you greetings from the House of Hope Ministries in Paducah, Kentucky. And we are excited, overwhelmed, and delighted to be in your presence this morning. It's a privilege to be able to be asked to preach the gospel and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I don't know about you, but God has been good to me. As a matter of fact, God has been better than good to me. Amen. That's why every morning before my feet hit the floor, I just begin to thank him for another day's journey because he didn't have to do it. And I'm glad he stopped by my address this morning. Amen. And I'm glad I was on the wake up list. So give God a hand clap of praise this morning for he's a great God. Great God. And we certainly thank God for the angel and shepherd of this house. Pastor Christopher Swims. And I want to applaud you for the work that you're doing in this city and how you've treaded through these unknown territories of this pandemic. And you're still praising God and worshiping God. And you kept giving the people of God God's word. So, saints of God, let's bless the man of God one more time. Amen. And to the First Lady and the lovely beauties, we thank God for you as well. Amen. Amen. And upon the mask uh, being put on, I had to look over there. My friend Larry Lee is in the house. It's good to see you, man. It's great to see you still doing God's work and doing God's will. God has a word, and I hope you came for a word on this morning. Uh, I don't know about you, but I need a word, man. I'm telling you, I need a word. Um, pray that you have your Bibles. And if you would, turn with me to the book of Acts. The book of Acts. The book of Acts chapter, uh, chapter 16. book of Acts chapter 16. Father, we bless you. We thank you on this great day. We adore you and we thank you for everything that you have done in our lives. God, you've been good to us and we say thank you we thank you for the things you've already done we thank you for the things that you're doing right now we thank you for the things that you have yet to do and God I pray that you would use me to be a blessing to your people God 
I stand here unworthy, God, to preach your gospel, but I thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that makes me worthy. Hide me behind your cross so the people of God may see you and certainly not me. I can't do it by myself, but if you'll go before me, I know your word will stand bold and stand tall in someone's life will be transformed and saved and changed forever. God, we need you, so we say have your way in this place. Arrest us, God. Let your spirit fall fresh upon us that we will leave this place forever changed. Thank you, and it's in Jesus' mighty name we do pray. Amen. Uh, starting Acts 16, starting at verse 23, if you would. Man, this is a very familiar passage, and it's an awesome word. Acts 16, starting at verse 23. The word of God reads this. And Paul and Silas were severely beaten and they were thrown into prison the jailer ordered to make sure they didn't escape so the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in the stocks uh, around midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and watch this, and the other prisoners were listening. Verse 26, suddenly there was a massive earthquake. And the prison was shaken to its foundation. And all the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed that the prisoners had escaped. So he drew his sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted, stop, don't kill yourself. We all are still here. Just look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, oh neighbor, we're still here. The jailer called for the lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down, trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, watch this, sirs. What must I do to be saved? They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household. And they share the word, they share the word of the Lord with him, with all who lived in the household. Even at that hour, watch this, of that night, the jailer cared for them and washed their wounds. Then he and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. He brought them into the house and set a meal before them, and he and, he and his entire household rejoiced because all of them believed in God. The next morning, the city officials, <laughs> watch this, the city officials sent the police to tell the jailer, let those men go. And as you focus your attention upon me real quick, I always like to give a brief 
synopsis of what has taken place in the passage. Here we have two men by the name of Paul and Silas. Saints, they are on their way to a prayer meeting. These men are on fire for the Lord. I mean, they were excited to go preach the word of God. Every city in town, they talked about God simply because they were on fire for the Lord. One day as they are going, prisoners, they find themselves in prison, locked up. But watch this. Even though they were in prison, they were still on fire for the Lord. The word of God says they sang and prayed even while in prison. And watch this. While they were in prison, a great earthquake came. The prison doors shook open. And watch this. The prisoner, the jailer, rather, is listening. He's about to kill himself. But Paul tells him, no, wait, we're all still here. Look at your neighbor and say, we're still here. So watch this. The jailer gets saved because of Paul and Silas on fire for the Lord. Watch this. Then the jailer takes them back to his house. The same fire that consumed the jailer now has consumed the entire household. Everybody in the household is now saved. And I want to talk from the subject, I'm a fire spreader. I'm a fire spreader. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, oh neighbor, I'm a fire spreader. You may be seated in the presence of our Lord and our Savior. I'm a fire spreader. Saints, for the last past two weeks, we have been in a series entitled How to Get the Fire Back. And when we think about this word fire, we are not talking about the flame that is glows orange and red. But this fire that we are talking about is a consuming fire. The consuming fire of the Lord. And even in Deuteronomy 4 and 24, it tells us that our God is a consuming uh, fire. Which literally means that anything that comes close to God is consumed with his being. So therefore, if God is love, if God is patient, if God is joy, if God is kind, that simply means that we ought to be everything that God is because God made us in his image. Saints, during these trying times in this season we are in, it's obvious that many Christians, and I pray that you help me this morning, it's obvious that many Christians and believers are not, exci are not excited about God nor the church like they once were. Lives are being lost at an all-time high due to COVID-19. 
people have lost homes and cars. Businesses have had to close their doors. There's a shortage of workers all over the country. And to make matters worse, the new Delta variant is causing America to go backwards instead of forward. But what depresses me the most, and I pray that you hear me, what depresses me the most is that the people of God have literally stopped coming to the house of God. Churches are literally hurting all over the world to see believers. And while all of this is going on, please listen to me. While all of this is going on, the enemy has slowly crept in our lives, our homes, and our churches, putting our fire out, stealing and robbing us of our joy and happiness and excitement of the Lord. And what has happened, thanks of God, is that we have allowed the circumstances of the world to disconnect us from a good, loving God. And if the truth be told, God has been better than good to all of us during this pandemic. Uh, look at somebody and say, he's been good to me. As a matter of fact, thanks of God, if you just think about it, not one day did we go hungry. God paid our bills. God made ways out of no way. God kept food on our table, kept a roof over our head. God even gave us a little extra finances to spend. But yet and still, many people are still ungrateful for what God is doing. But I do believe I have somebody in here, and I'm a firm believer that you are thankful for the goodness of God and all that he's done in your life. That's why you showed up this morning to give him praise. You could have stayed in your bed and watched this online, but you knew that God had been too good for you to stay in bed. Since that fire that once was there is no longer as bright as it used to be. The excitement about the goodness of God has become dim. The praises that once went out with happiness is no longer there. It has been a while since I've seen someone just shout what they think about his goodness. It's been a while since I've seen someone just break out into a Holy Ghost dance because the Spirit showed up. Saints, this tells me that the fire is no longer burning like it once burned. But I do know that the God I serve has never left us nor forsaken us. But the problem is, is that we have allowed the circumstances of the world to disconnect us from a good, loving God. Can I preach it like I feel it this morning? But the moment, watch this, that the world, if my people are going to call by my name, shall pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. Saints, the moment that you and I in the world start back drawing closer to God, God will start drawing closer to us. The more we start worshiping God, the more we start praising God, the more we start getting uh, on fire for the Lord, that's the moment, saints of God, God will step in and change this entire world. 
But we need that consuming fire. Saints, one of the things that you and I cannot do is allow the circumstances and the problems of the world to rob us of, our, uh, rob us of the joy of our salvation. Because the world didn't give it to us and the world can't take it away. Uh, in my tenure of pastoring, one of the things I have noticed about many is that as long as things are going good, as long as things are going well, and as long as things are going right, we are excited about God and we are on fire for the Lord. As long as the bills are paid, we shout God is good. As long as the government keeps sending us stimulus checks, God is a good God. We declare his goodness. As long as the relationship is doing good, we say God is good. As long as the marriage is happy, we're on fire for the Lord. But the moment it seems as if God is not moving, that's the moment we lose our fire. That's the moment we stop coming to church. That's the moment we stop praying. That's the moment we stop reading our Bible. But how many know, saints of God, that's not the time to stop giving God praise. Because just because you don't see God moving, and just because it feels like God is not moving, that doesn't mean that God is not moving. Because I serve a God who's able to do abundantly and exceedingly above everything that we can imagine or think of. Look at somebody and say, God is still moving. One of the things I've come to find out is that God never changes on us like we do. And I'm glad that God is not a God that changes on us. But my word tells me that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Uh, let me repeat, rewind, and say that one more time. Somebody should have got excited about that. I'm glad that God is not like us. He doesn't change on us. But God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I'm going to stay right there until you get it. I'm glad that God doesn't change on us. But God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Oh, look at your neighbor and say, you're going to get it in a minute. I'm glad that God doesn't change on me when the world changed on me. But God is the same yesterday today and forevermore oh your neighbor is gonna get it in a minute i'm glad that god doesn't change on us but god is the same yesterday today and forevermore you ought to put your hands together and give god a praise because god is the same yesterday today and forevermore oh my god i'm glad he doesn't change i'm glad he stays the same he's his goodness is still the same he's the same on monday He's the same on Tuesday. He's the same on Wednesday. Oh, I'm about to get happy all by myself. I'm glad that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Saints, here's how, and I'm almost done. Here's how God works when it comes to his consuming fire. Uh, just touch your neighbor and say consuming fire. Saints, God's consuming fire. Please listen to me is never meant to be kept to ourselves. Let me repeat that again. God's consuming fire, that excitement, that joy, is never meant to be kept to ourselves. But when God's consuming fire catches you on fire, you ought to go around spreading the same fire everywhere you go. As a matter of fact, everywhere you show up, 
uh, people ought to get on fire. Every place you go, people ought to get excited about God. When you step on the scene at Walmart, stuff ought to start shifting and people ought to say there's something different about you. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, everybody that's sitting on your pew, just because you're on their pew and just because you're on fire for the Lord, they ought to get on fire for the Lord. Because when I think about his goodness and all that he's done for me, I can't help but to give him glory. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, oh neighbor, just because you're sitting on my pew, pew uh, you're about to catch on fire. Because I, when I look at you, I see that God has been good to you. When I look at you, I see that God has made ways out of no way. Come on and give God a praise for his consuming fire. Oh, you're about to catch on fire. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm about to catch on fire. Because God's been good to me. Been better than good to me. Give God praise in the house this morning. When you step on the scene, dead folk ought to come alive. When you show up, frowns ought to turn into smiles. Am I right about it? When you show up, friends ought to catch on fire. When you show up, your enemies uh, should get excited about what God is doing. All because of the consuming fire. Since the atmosphere ought to change when you step on the scene. I mean, when you walk in Kroger's, folk ought to just start getting excited about what God is doing. And I don't know about you. But I stay on fire for the Lord. Because listen to me, you never know who's watching that consuming fire in you. And you may be the very one, like Paul and Silas, the one that God uses to save their lives. So that's why you can't walk around, woe is me. That's why you can't sit in the sanctuary quiet. That's why you can't keep your mouth shut when you walk into the house of God. Because somebody is looking at you and somebody is needing that consuming fire. Am I right about it? Am I right about it? Saints, this is what I love about this passage. Saints, as Paul and Silas, please listen to me, as Paul and Silas one day are on their way uh, to a prayer meeting. They are being followed by a slave girl. The Bible calls her a little slave girl. And this slave girl is following them. And she's saying to them, uh, these men are servants of the most high God. Uh, they have come to tell you how to be saved. Watch this. Everywhere she go, everywhere they go, she is behind them saying, uh, these are servants of the most high God. And they came to tell you how to be saved. I mean, every town they went to, she was behind them uh, saying these are servants of the most high God and they came to tell you how to be saved it would seem like saints of God that she was doing a great deed but this was a bad spirit within her that was trying to get them off focus she knew that these men of God were on fire for the Lord and let me bless you saints of God whenever there is anointing on your life and whenever you are on fire for the Lord the enemy will always send someone to distract you and try to get you off focus but you got to be like Paul and Silas and look at that spirit and say get behind me Satan get behind me Satan I'm going to stay on fire with tears in my eyes I'm going to keep giving God the glory and we, am I right about it somebody ought to give God praise right there check this out whenever you are on fire for the Lord the devil hates it so what he will try to do is distract you and please listen to me people of God 
Whenever the enemy wants to distract you, he will always send a person. And see, you got to watch this. You got to protect your fire like you protect your peace. And if watch this, if people are not going in the same direction you're on, you're going. You got to learn how to disconnect yourself from some folk. Because watch this, I've learned that people will rob you of your fire and steal your peace. And I don't know about you, but I've gone through too much not to have this peace that I have. I've gone through too much not to keep this peace. And I'm going to stay on fire for the Lord. My God, please listen to me. When they find out that Paul and Silas were in the city preaching the gospel, they have them arrested. Please, it's about to get really good. They have them arrested. They are beaten and thrown into prison. But watch this. No matter what their circumstances and conditions were, the Bible says at midnight they were still singing and praising God. If you know anything about midnight, midnight is the darkest hour of the day. And watch this. You cannot allow midnight to rob you of your fire. But watch me. At midnight, your fire ought to become hotter. Your flame ought to become brighter. Because watch this. God is always up to something. And what he's up to is always bigger and greater than what the eyes see. Watch this. They get into prison. They start singing and praising God. And the Bible says everybody in the prison started listening. Oh, my God. Everybody. Oh, there that fire is that I'm talking about. The fire that was on Paul and Silas now hit the entire prison. The prison uh, uh, guard, uh, the jailer, finds out that, watch this, everybody is released from the prison and the prison doors are open. And let me tell you something, saints of God, when you are on fire for the Lord, God will open some doors for you that no man can close. Am I right about it? You will just start seeking opportunities. Won't he do it? Won't it? Can I just talk to this side? Won't God open some doors that no man can close? He's did it for me. He's did it for you. But watch me. The jailer thinks that he's going to die. Because all of these men are out of prison. The doors are open. So watch what he does. He decides to grab his sword and commit suicide by falling on it. But Paul and Silas sees him and says, hold up. Don't do any harm to yourself. We all are still here. You got to get this. We all are still here. Why? They could have stayed. They could have left. But they chose to stay. You got to get this. They could have left the church during the pandemic, but they stayed. They could have left the joy, but they stayed. See, sometimes the blessing is not in leaving, but the blessing is in staying. And I want to talk to somebody this morning that you chose to stay in the house of the Lord. 
You chose to keep giving God glory. You chose to keep giving God praise. And God says, you got some stuff coming to you because you've been faithful, because you kept your fire. God is about to do something for you that you've never seen before. Eyes have not heard, nor ears seen of what God is about to do for you in your household. Come on and give God glory because you stayed. You could have left, but you stayed. You could have stopped following the pastor, but you stayed. Give him glory in this place. And here it is. Watch this. The jailer. The fire that was on Paul and Silas. Now is on the jailer. And he's saying, what must I do to be saved? (laughs) Now watch this. That consuming fire. The entire prison is consumed with it. Now the jailer is consumed with it. The jailer takes them back to his house. Feeds them a meal. Guess what? That consuming fire that was on Paul and Silas, that's now on the jailer. The mama gets saved. Uncle Bobo gets saved. The kids get saved. The dog gets saved. The cats get saved. Aunties get saved. Uncles get saved. Am I right about it? Saints of God, and this is what I've come to tell you today. No matter what you're going through, and no matter what the circumstances are, you got to keep that consuming fire. No matter where you go. And saints, the world needs us right now as Christians, as believers. And everywhere we go, they ought to see that consuming fire on us. Your church members, when they see you out, they ought to see a smile on your face. That you're excited about God and the things of God. That consuming fire. Everywhere you go, mall. Consuming fire. To the store consuming fire. Because someone is looking for that consuming fire. And you never know who you may run into that needs that consuming fire. Saints, there's a whole lot of people out there that's not saved. And could it be you that God wants to use like Paul and Silas? To transfer that consuming fire to those who are not saved. As we bow our heads and close our eyes. Father, we thank you for the consuming fire that's on our lives. We thank you for those who are here, God, and the fire that they still have. And we thank you that they're still here, God. They could have chose to leave when opportunity presented itself to them. But God, that consuming fire is what has kept us. It's what has blessed us. And we need you like never before. We need you, God. This world needs you. So right now we say thank you. Right now we bless you. And just like Paul and Silas, God, we're going to spread this gospel. We're going to allow this fire to burn in us. So that someone that may see it may come running saying, what must I do to be saved? And it's in Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen. Do me a big favor. Just begin to put your hands together and get on fire for the Lord. Come on. Can we just can we just worship God just for 10 seconds? Come on. Bless his name. He's been good to you. He's been kind to you. He's been a mighty God. Come on. Catch on fire for the Lord. Come on.
Lift up your praise. Lift up your praise. He's a good God. He's amazing God. Thank you so much. This has been the word of God for the people of God. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, oh neighbor, I'm glad you are a fire spreader. Give God glory in this place, people of God.